Encouragement. Empowerment. Entertainment. This is The Stage. We're back. Guess who's back? back Guess who's back? Back, back again. Again. <laughs> What's up? Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Good. Good. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were talking to the. I was just waiting. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How y'all, y'all doing? We love y'all. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the oh, stage. My name right. is Mick. Ronnie J. Novi. Hallelujah. And I'm just. Uh, anybody, it's my name. That is your name. You sure? Yes, I'm positive. Let me check your birth certificate. All right, I'm it's been one of those that. weeks. It has. Where is this? Hey, like I just... actually be carrying my birth certificate and my thing, so I'm gonna take that out now. Yeah, no, yeah, do no that. Because I'm gonna get my that. whole life jacked one yeah, day. Don't, don't do uh, that. Somebody told me you need to take that out. Yeah, it's very real. It's real. But anyways, that's besides the point. Welcome to the stage. Welcome now. This week in the word. I promise he'd be coming in like a news reporter. <laughs> he news now, now, this week in the word, we have breaking news. Breaking news. The devil is alive. Right. We still haven't found <laughs> the plane. We have, we have not found the plane. We don't. Where is the plane? Come on. Somebody. Where is that plane? Somebody though? said Jesus. all these prophetic people. Where is the plane? Somebody found the plane. Because somebody going to say something messed up. And I they don't. Yeah. It's just. just it's, I'm, I'm saying North Korea. Y'all already have first. North hey. Korea. All I'm right. saying Antarctica. That's what I'm saying. Antarctica. You got Antarctica? I do. I got North Korea. What you got? All right. <laughs> she got that. <laughs> Y'all okay. should see my face. I was like, uh, 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 I'm on the spot. All right, so this week in the word, I'll go first. Amen. Um, God took me to this spirit, to this spirit, to this scripture, actually, on Sunday morning. And, it, you know, for some reason, it's just been in my spirit ever since. So every day I've been kind of dwelling on this same scripture. Uh, it's the 63rd number of Psalms. Yes. It says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So have I looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. And here's what I love. Because your loving kindness is better than life. Yes, my God. lips shall praise you. Come on, right here over here, quoting it and everything. Yes, yes. Now, I think for the longest, I've always kind of focused on the because your loving kindness is better is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Um, that's kind of a highlight of the scripture. But my soul has been dwelling on the first part, which says, oh, God, you are my God. Early will I, will I seek you. And I really don't know if. David, when he wrote this, meant like early in the morning. I don't know. But in my spirit, early became first. Yeah. Early. Like, I'll seek you first First, before I do anything else, before I seek after anything else, before I look to anything else for answers. Early will I seek you from the very beginning. And so that's what I've been kind of focusing on all week. Like, that started Sunday morning, sitting in the sanctuary. That's. Reading that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, my uh, my sleep schedule has just been off for like the past couple of weeks. And so like I've been like going to sleep way early, but I've been waking up earlier in the morning, like one thirty, three, two thirty in the morning or whatever it is. That, and so like, um, you know, waking up early in the morning, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? 
and I was and I and I've been led to you know just to really get in the word and just really hey, seek God first. Yeah, you know, you ain't saying? got no distractions. That, got no distractions. You know, I ain't got no excuses. You know, so I can't say you know there's some on TV I want to watch another because right. ain't nothing but Montel infomercials on. So yeah, <laughs> you might as well just get in that word. Yes. I really have come to terms to like that's just where God wants me to be in that moment because that's normally the time that I wake up. Like mm-hmm. I go to bed at a reasonable hour, wake up at about two three. And just be chilling. And yeah, I'm. I've, I've been with you at the past couple of weeks. So. <laughs> I be up till two, three. Then I. Then you crash. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm still doing work and doing everything else. I, I might be able to be on that life once I graduate. So. So that's where I've been. Early, will I seek you, God? Early, 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 early in my decision making process. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, um, I've been reading the Book of Ruth. I've read the uh, first and second chapter thus far, and I read it. What I'm doing is I'm trying to take my time to read it. So I read it one, I read Ruth one, one night, Ruth two, the second night. And then today I read both of them again. So um, I put that, well, what I got from it mostly is that I want to cling on to my blessing. So one of the things, one of the words that was used in the book of Ruth was that Ruth clung on to Naomi. Mm Mm-hmm. And with Naomi came, at the end of the day, Ruth being able to be upon, in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So not necessarily that it came from Naomi, but for the most part, I mean, with her clinging on to Naomi, going to Bethlehem, and um, I think I was kicking your mic, going to Bethlehem and, um, you know, meeting Boaz and, you know, everything. Y'all can read it to see. I ain't even really yeah. got to all the parts yet, but I know the story. But um, so I want to I want to cling up to my blessing. So no matter what calamity, my blessing seems to be surrounded by. I want to follow God to a place of Mara, which was um, what Naomi said um, when she said that she felt like the Lord was dealing bitterly with her. So I've, I guess a lot of times we feel like even if the Lord is dealing bitterly with us, we may feel like the need to kind of back off and be like, OK, you know, Lord, what, what am I doing? What do I need to do. But I feel like even at a point where she's seen that. Naomi was kind of all in shambles. She was there to support her and to be with her. And um, I guess I can take that to the point of me even being around my friends and family. Um, sometimes I feel like calamity is going on with them. And sometimes I'll be like, I don't, okay, I ain't got time. I got my own problems. I got stuff that I'm going through. But sometimes right. you need to be that hope for others so that um, you can also get your blessing out of that as well. So there's so many things I can take out of. I mean, you read the Bible. There's so many things you can take, so many messages that you can take home. But um, for me, I guess it was just that I want to cling on to whatever it is that God wants me to cling on to so that at the end of the day, not that I necessarily would be of the lineage of Jesus Christ, but that w- that was Ruth's. But um, that you know, whatever blessing it is for me to have, that's what I will attain. So, amen, 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 amen. Um, I have been in a lot of different places. I've had a lot of time just to kind of just be in the Word, but I've been really focusing on um the first three chapters of Daniel. Um, a lot of the, a lot of times when like when people talk about the book of Daniel, they usually, you know, saying the first thing is the, you know, the three Hebrew boys and, and, and them being in the fire. Um, and that story has really, um, gripped me. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just things that I've been kind of undertaking. I'm like, Jesus, you know, this is, this is real. But as I've been continuing just to look at, at the story, a lot of times we just preach, you know, like when they, they preach and teach and say, Oh, you know, they, they said, no, they weren't going to bow. And you know what I'm saying? And Jesus showed up, but as I continue to kind of look at just what happened before that in, in chapter one and in chapter two, there's a lot of different things that kind of happened that, that built 
their resistance up, you know what I'm saying, to be able to stand up and, and, and things they had learned before before they got to that point. Amen. Um, and so um, a lot of those lessons were, 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 were key, and I'm going to talk about those um, – Shameless plug. April 4th, <laughs> um, um, it'll be my first time preaching um, as an ordained minister. Hey. So um, we're going to be, we're going to, I'm really going to go into that. All but right. But from that, but, but, but from tell that. Tell us where you're going to be at. You, hey. I mean, uh, we, you we're tell the people. We're going to talk about that here okay. in a second. Okay, but, okay. Oh, that's in the uh, entertainment, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's it's going to be real section. good. Yeah. In the yeah. But no, um, but thinking about this, them being in the fire. Um, a scripture that came to my head um, was in my heart and that I've really just been reciting over um, is Psalms um, 3 and 3. It says, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. Um, you're my glory and you're the lifter up of my head. You know, I just think about how, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the Hebrew boys, they were shielded from everything, from every accusation that happened. And, um, you know, and, and who got burnt up? It wasn't them, you know what I'm saying, that were doing what they're supposed to. It was a, it was the people that was accusing them, you know what I'm saying, that that got burnt up. Right. We have to always continue to have faith and know that, you know, if you're doing what, what you've been taught, if, if 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 you're holding true to the faith, you know what I'm saying, that when the fire comes, when the accusations come, God will be a shield for you. Yes, he will. Amen. Amen. Yes, he will. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. He so, will be a shield for us. Yes, and I will. need the Lord to be a shield for when I'm over because I'm going to need it to warm up because I'm completely, like, mine's just really simple today. Um, I need it to be spring, Okay. Well, song. it is technically spring no. on the calendar. No, it's like somebody's <laughs> perpetrating, okay? Like, this is not really spring. It's winter. Dressed yeah. up in spring. It, yeah, yeah. It, it'd be but like it's a, still cold. Yeah, it so, is. So, yeah. I'm over. Mine's just super quick. I'm done. Go. I feel you. <laughs> um, me, I am over car trouble. Man. Well, I, yeah, that's never fun. <laughs> no, car trouble not. is Woo! never ever ever so people who don't have a car they'd be like i need to get a car it's like girl don't rush don't, don't yeah. wait. it's like <laughs> wait. having a kid i'm telling it, you it is i mean you babysitting the gas My babysitting the oil babysitting the brakes babysitting other mm. people trying to hit you babysitting the car insurance and then all of a sudden then it breaks down car. and you're like oh, oh wait God. wait 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 you know what i'm saying so you know i am just over car trouble i feel like cars should just always work just <laughs> i should crank yeah, up just work. and just work I'm that's what you're supposed you, to so do you gotta work. so when it don't work i'm just like jesus help so you know that's what i'm over i am just over car trouble because now i'm at a place like hey am i gonna get a new car am i gonna finance some? am i just gonna walk to work <laughs> walk to church yeah what's going on because i you know where i live at is it's very convenient to the places that i need to get to so you know but that's what i'm over i am over broke cars it's never fun having to rely on other people when you used to just picking up and going. I'm it's out. Not, I, I can go, <laughs> but no, yeah. no more. So I guess I'm I'm over something a little bit different today. I'm I'm over um my own mess. Well, quite frankly, just over myself. Um and the struggle just in relationships, not necessarily love, but just relationships in general, and um this personal need that I, I always feel like I need to back off before somebody leaves me. Like I want to leave yes. them before they leave right, me. Right. Um, That's real. And I, I really got to fix that. I got to fix that thing. So it's like, I, I'm always so afraid of that. Like, you know, yeah. I'm the same way. Like I, I've dealt with that for a long time. Like people, I've told people like, I would tell people up front now though, like, Hey, I might start backing off. So, don't let me do that because more than likely I'm like having a trust issue and I feel like you're going to leave me. So I want to just leave you first. Right. So right. 
Yeah, that's that's yeah. real. It's that, that's it's real that, life. It's that whole preemptive samurai type yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? It and is. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I've, I'm I've been myself. there. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've I've been there. For me personally, you know what I'm saying? When I was there, it was a I think it was a a, a self perception issue. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying that I had I had an issue like you know well maybe this person is so good and 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 I'm so bad or I'm gonna do something to contaminate them so let me just let me be yeah. Jesus so to speak and let me sacrifice <laughs> everything. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's it's not you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be like that. You it doesn't. It, it I'm does over that myself. I mean, mine is definitely. It has more to do with just abandonment issues just in general. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes it trips you out when things get hard and you expect somebody to just kind of run. And so you start preparing for them yeah, to right. run. And then when they don't run, you like, Hey, Oh, <laughs> still like, here, huh? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> and so then that forces you to look at yourself. Like, what am I doing? Am I sabotaging this now? Because, you know, so I'm over myself. Amen. Quite frankly, Amen. over my own stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, it's time for the three E's: entertainment, <laughs> empowerment, and encouragement. Why are you always saying them backwards? Because y'all know I'm random. Pray, <laughs> pray for me, listeners. Pray for me. Pray for. Pray yeah, for, pray like, for Uncle Ronnie J's. You man. gonna entertain us? Be <laughs> empowerment. Em- like encourage. Oh, overzealous. Always, always, <laughs> always, always. But yeah, um, you know, I'll be br- pretty brief this week. Um, just want to go ahead and just remind you guys again that Minister Ronnie J will be. Um, Come on, I know it's, Come it's on. weird to say that. Come but, on, you know I'm I'm, I'm getting used to that, but it, but I am an ordained minister. Hallelujah! We're going to walk worthy of this calling. Amen. Um, but I will be preaching um at the first Friday, and that's going to be at um, Ambassadors in Christ. That address is 700 North um, Madison in um, Muncie, Indiana, at 7 p.m. Um, there will be a praise team from Terrestrial Temple that will be there as well. Please come in um it's a it's a good time because they we come in we worship we get to the word there's not Amen. a whole lot Amen. of waste yeah. time i've been to one you know so it's yeah, friday it's night good. people got you know stuff to do now you know now now god can move and do something awesome and that's great we're gonna stay that but soon as he says leave yeah we out <laughs> so so we bless god for that and then also too you know that the final four is set so i know everybody has enjoyed their march Woo! madness and all of that jazz so you know uh that <laughs> that's been that's been absolutely great but another thing that has just come up and i think when i saw this 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 movie trailer i went berserk like i literally just fainted um growing oh up the oh teenage mutant ninja turtles you know what I'm saying they had like a little cartoon whatever it is that came out but then like growing up in the early 90s they had live action and there is a oh, yeah. new teenage mutant ninja turtles live action is coming out august the 6th and let me tell you something it's directed by michael bay and of course wow. yeah right you know what i'm saying so you well, got michael yeah, bay we i'm gonna be real though uh ninja turtles they never made a movie that was a fail well, I, I love yeah the ninja turtles they so that's never missed on. it and then of course um they have um miss megan fox she just always she's like michael bay's side chick i don't know yeah. <laughs> just, just always in you know well. in some movies she'll say some you know she'll say some stuff and then you know michael bay start back working with her again <laughs> so good. you know it's all good <laughs> i, know you was I ain't say nothing <laughs> I know where you're going. So, um, you know, so we have those things that, that are also going on. And my earpiece is falling out. And uh, hallelujah. Oh, now, have you guys had a chance to check out the uh, movie Noah? That just came out as well. So that has a whole lot of different um, reviews. I Did it come out already? It, or was it, it, is it this Friday? It just came out this past weekend. Okay. It just came out this past weekend. So I haven't seen it. Yeah, but no, we we will talk about that on the yes, next show. On the it's, next it's show. Great. But another so um another movie that came out is called um Son of God, which talked about that, and then the other one is God 
is alive. Hey, Jesus is out here. Like, okay. I, hey, he is if, here. If you, he if been he needs here, some, he gonna stay here. You might get saved in the movie theater with all these movies coming. Listen, up. or you might go to sleep. Or you, or you could just being honest. Hallelujah. Like, I got something. So, I was gonna say, I got something. Go ahead. No, Erica Campbell's new album. I was gonna bring that up too. I heard it's good. I have not pressed play. I haven't. I like it. I mean. You know, y'all know I love my choir, so you know it's only so much of non choir stuff that I can True. take in my life. Yeah, but I think it's very good. I think it's well produced. She's got like one or two songs on there that kind of missed it for me, but other than that, I think it's a very solid project. So shout That's out to Erica up. Campbell of Mary Mary, you did your thing. She needs. And then my announcement is. <laughs> There is a Lyricist Lounge going on Friday, April 4th yep. at um, Taylor, Taylor University. University. There's going to be featuring Damon Golden, Chester Neek, Merce, Shantae, and Novi. And, and yeah. Novi. Novi's going to be there, too. Yeah. I'm not on the flyer or nothing because I kind of came up a little, ad. It's a little okay. later. It's but it's all, it's, good. All right. it's all good. I will be there. It starts at 7.30 p.m. And it says it's in the Union. I'm not exactly sure where that is. But it's at Taylor University, which is in Upland, Indiana. It's going to be a nice, I feel yeah. like it's going to be a nice night. I think it is. So if you can make it out, come out. Yeah, come see me preach Cute. first and then, then, then go track down over here. Oh, is that the same Friday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, no, ain't no my my bad. If y'all, if you no. more in a college yeah. scene, they trying to get more college students to come up, out. Hey, let's funny. do it. Hallelujah. So yeah. I was like, oh, my bad. I ain't mean to over-program no, you, bro. You no, it's you cool. Good. We cool? Hey, we cool. All right, we bet. We doing it for Jesus. Y'all are funny. All right, so. <laughs> let's move into empowerment all right we're talking about racism on the show today yes we are um and so what do you do if you have experienced discrimination mm. so i want to talk about a few things um first of all let's start with on your job uh, discrimination can take many forms and it doesn't have to be intentional to be illegal i know sometimes people like try to judge the intent of their employer's hearts when things like this happen but you know, it doesn't have to be intentional to be wrong. Um, generally, there are two types of, of discrimination that the law prohibits at work. Um, disparate treatment occurs when an employer treats an applicant or employee less favorably than similarly situated applicants or employees. And the difference, I'm sorry, the different treatment is because of the personal's or the person's race, color, religion, sex, national creed, disability, or status as a protected veteran. So all those things you're protected against. It's really, I want to, I'm giving you these two definitions right now because it's important. Mm -hmm. So disparate impact is a totally different thing. And that occurs when an employer has policies or practices that appear fair. Check that out. They appear fair and are evenly applied, but they have a discriminatory impact on members of a particular sex, race, ethnic group, or individuals with disabilities. All right. So here's what you can do. If you are comfortable, you experience this at work. Um, if you're comfortable and such a part a department exists, because like a lot of jobs don't have HR departments. That's crazy. But a lot of them don't. So if you're comfortable, go to HR. If you're not comfortable, contact the Department of Labor. OK, mm -hmm. their website is dol.gov. All right. If this happens to you at school, talking to my college students now, I was actually surprised that there weren't like a lot of resources specifically available for this type of discrimination because it definitely happens. And I've definitely had experiences where professors have said things that were kind of off to me. 
I had a German professor one time who read my name off the attendance sheet and asked me how to pronounce it. And so I was like, it's Michelle. And he was like, oh, okay, because I know sometimes you guys have names that are difficult to pronounce. Oh, oh Lord. Trip me out. Shots fired. I'm ready. <laughs> Trip I'm ready. me out. I'm ready to shoot. Now, had I known <laughs> then what I know, what I know now, you know, I may have reacted differently. But most schools have an anti-discrimination policy mm-hmm. that is spelled out on their website and gives you direction for what to do if you are affected by something like this. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, you can go to your guidance counselor. They can help you with that. But if you don't feel comfortable, contact your student government association. They'll be able to help you file a complaint or grievance. If that doesn't work, like if nobody's hearing you, go ahead and contact the local affiliate of the NAACP. Mm-hmm. They yep. got you. They'll mm-hmm. surely be able to help you out. They gonna so. come act a fool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesse gonna come clown on yes, your behalf. He yes, he will. Uh, in a business or a store, this ever happened to y'all? Y'all walk in a store, business, and they treat you differently like you ain't got no money or something. Like you yeah. can't afford to buy nothing in there just because you black. Yep. This happens to you. You can contact the Civil Rights Commission in your state. It's it's different for every state, but every state has one. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and get on the call. Let them know what's going on. Um, If it happens to you in housing, this is something we don't talk about a lot, but you can be discriminated against looking at an apartment and the landlord is like, no, she black. She ain't going to pay her rent or whatever. Like that can happen to you. So um, if you are discriminated against because of your race in housing or any other religion, your Mm -hmm. sex, whatever, um, the Fair Housing Act protects you. All right. So the way you um, can find that is HUD.gov. You can get on their site and they have instructions for what to do, how to help you out. We don't have to sit back and be discriminated against or take racism laying down. No, That's you, right. If it happens no. to you, you have some yeah, recourse. Well, you can do it. All right. Amen. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to take us a little bit away, but we're going to come right back. All right. So encourage me. So I just want to say first, it's the end of the semester. And I know that seniors are panicking or stressed and probably just over it. I, I talked to some people who are like, I'm just over it. Like I'm about mm-hmm. to graduate. It's whatever. Like, but I just want to know, I just want to tell everyone that we have to keep it moving and do not give up. Me being a senior, I'm super excited about graduating in about a month from now. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And as I said in our last episode, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Strong so we finish. can, yes, 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 yes. Strong finish. But, um, it's easy for us to be like, oh, well, I got, I did really good, you know, all my, you know, the, the beginning of the school year and blah, blah, blah. It's the last stretch. What is it to miss 50 points? Like, whatever. But it's all about how you finish. So you don't want to, I, I, at least personally for me, I don't want to leave college knowing that I could have done better and this was my last chance to Amen. try to prove myself and I didn't do it just because I was like, it's the last stretch. Like the last stretch, especially you think about it when you're racing or something on a track, like that's when you're supposed to give your all. Usually that's when we get lazy though. And I've noticed that because I used to run track and you get to the end and you're like, oh, I made it to the end, like whatever. And then somebody beats you by like 0.2 seconds and you're like, okay. All because I slowed down at the end. But anyways, I just wanted to get that out there. So remember that um, don't be in the phase of just getting stuff done, but do it to quality um, and quality. So um, now, Ronnie J, I have a question for you. And I hope I have an answer. Uh, yes. Have you ever felt racially profiled? 
It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what that means, you are in the pool of men who are considered older. Okay. Because of the effects that racism <sighs> has. No, no, no. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Y'all ain't listening. Because of the effects Child, that racism has on your time. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see my Wait, head. wait. Y'all got to let me finish. Oh, hey, go finish, ahead, finish, go finish, ahead. Finish, so finish, pretty finish. much oh, there, there's a new study that came out actually this year that says that um, racism has an effect on your DNA, which will make you um, tech. It'll make you what? Sorry. It's going to make you do. Which will make you technically 1.4 to 2.8 years older. Even though you're not necessarily older, <laughs> listen, listen. Now this that my is, actual this, age, like the stress yes. of racism, is going to age me. No, that's pretty oh. much. That's really what it says. Yeah, Researchers at the University of Maryland reported today that racism appears to accelerate aging and sales, in in a very ever in a very wow in a first ever study of its type. Researchers found that African American men who reported and see it's just African American. African-American men who reported experiencing negative effects from racial discrimination have shorter telomeres. The DNA sequences at the ends. <laughs> I ain't even going to ask. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I, oh. I ain't never heard that before. Okay. I was going to ask what it was. The, but DNA, never mind. the DNA sequences at the ends of the chromosomes that are considered biomarkers for biological aging. So telomeres, I'm about to tell y'all, telomeres shorten over the course of a lifetime. Well, I didn't really tell y'all what it was, but... And previous research has connected shorter telomeres with an increased likelihood of premature death. I'm not trying to say you're going to die early, bro. <laughs> what <that>. is wrong? <laughs> it's like, this, hey, this is like a really bad prophecy. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's just saying that shorter telomeres have been associated with like, life. Don't bring Novi. She always prophesied bad. It's just saying that the telomeres, when they're shorter because of that racism or the effects that racism can have on you, can, and it's just like anything else, really, but. Um, the shortening diseases such as diabetes, stroke, heart disease, and dementia. So, um, pretty much, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't trying to say you go die early. It's okay. This it's was okay. coming. I shouldn't even ask you at the beginning. I should have just been like, right. Yeah, it's okay. It's but pretty right. much, this study is just saying that you let me ask Ronnie. He old. No. <laughs> but no. Um, I mean, and it says, you know, our findings suggest that racism literally makes people old. Chase said, citing the social toxins African-American men experience as a result of stereotyping, police harassment, and disrespect in the workplace and society. Stop and frisk policies and other forms of criminal profiling, such as driving or shopping while black, are inherently stressful and have a real impact on the health of African-Americans. So you can find this article. Where can we find yeah, this? I, I Where can we find this article about Ronnie her name, J? Right. Her name is <laughs> Melanie Hyken, H-A-I-K-E-N. Is she of color? She is not. Mm. I'm offended. And <laughs> I'm offended. That's why we about to go into racism right now. So Forbes magazine, this was January 2014. So if you want to check out the the article to see more and and figure out what a, a telomere really is, I might not be saying it right. Then check that out. All right, but racism does have some effects. No, it does. On, I mean, I mean, because um, I mean the body because it's stress. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's really the root of it. Whether it's you know racism or family, whatever. You know, what I'm saying stress is stress, and it has effects on the body. Right. That's why that, that that's my conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> but they just but used it in the term of racism. They could have just said stress makes your life. Sweeter. I mean, this kind of takes but us right into our topic of, exactly. day. Topic, exactly. of the day. topic of the day. Racism. racism. <laughs> oh, I was late. Well, I, this is it's one of those topics that it's like solemn or something like it. It can kind of makes you just it get kind of Well, it's it, well, I mean, you know, it's 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 very combative and you know what i'm saying like high emotion you know what i'm saying i mean it, it it can be that 
Yeah. I mean, you say solid. so much. There's, yeah, there's a lot of layers to it. to it. Yeah, it's like. It's a lot of layers to it. There are plenty of, of layers to it. I think sometimes we get so caught up in the racism towards African-Americans. Um, right. That we forget that there are other races. Yeah. That have problems too. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. If I, you know, what I'm saying, if I may, you know, one of the things that I sure I, you I, may I, that I intended to talk about, I'm doing an entertainment section, but I did not. Um, is Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon. He, I was actually gonna go there. Okay, uh, but you know, for those of you who do not know, uh, Nick Cannon is um, in. He's busy promoting his. I was gonna say something so shady. It's okay. <laughs> it, yeah, he's in the business of, of, of promoting his uh, new album, which has something to the. The title of something is the title of the album is white people music. Yeah, white people. Oh, white, wow. white people. And so what he did is is he dressed him him being a black man dressed in in complete white face with with a blonde wig. And Shut up. He, and his name I can't remember. I did what, not what know his, this. It was something really really. Yeah, but he was. It was it was really kind of offensive because a lot of the. I was. Are you done? No, I'm go sorry. for it. Go for it. We are talk. you done? Are you done? <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I just mean like. I think we have to be really careful about not being racist ourselves. Sometimes we give ourselves passes because, because we black. Because we'd go right. off like, if a white person did that exactly. and said right. black people music. We'd be like, oh, no. Well, I feel like a lot of the hashtags that he used um, to go along with that were offensive. For example, one of the hashtags was good credit. Where yes. I got good credit, and then he, yes. the other one was like, I shop at farmer's markets. Yes. And I was just kind of like... True. Nick Cannon. I was offended. Well, here's the thing about, you know, that I wasn't going to be really shady random. this episode. I was not going to be shady Uh-oh. this episode. Throw it, throw but, uh, it. <laughs> Nick Cannon has not done anything worth talking about since Drumline. Oh, oh, you didn't like his show? He was the least funny person on that show. Yeah, not was. that I've seen an entire episode because Nick Cannon. Ouch. So. <laughs> it's been 11 years since, you know what I'm saying, since he had an album out. So, I mean, you know, this is just like. Did he have an he album? He had an album? He had an album. Doing and, what? And this is I, this is an 11 He's a rapper. year hiatus. Is he a rapper? Yeah. Yeah. Girl. 11 year hiatus. <laughs> and so, this is musical hiatus. And so, this is, I mean, he's coming this back. Is this is a hiatus. He's coming back. He's coming back. After 11 years. I mean, but I, I think that he, I think a lot of people gave him a pass just because it's Nick Cannon. And, I mean. You know, who's no, really buying his passes. music. But it was really, and I'm pulling it up here because I want to actually, you know, say exactly what it said without kind of. That's crazy. So it, really it was an Instagram now. picture. Yes, it was. Um, And the post says, it's official. I'm white. White people party. Hashtag white people party music. Hashtag WPPM in stores April 1st. Oh my God. Dude, go get it. Join the party. Hashtag good credit. See, go grab that tomorrow. Hashtag dog kissing. Hashtag beer pong. Hashtag farmer mar- oh farmer's markets. God. Hashtag I got drafted. Oh, my God. Yep. Now, personally, I found it to be very offensive. I mean... Oh wow! Because he looks like like a skater boy or something. Yeah, yeah that's what I, he's going for. So if you guys have have seen that, you know, it just Check brings another that. aspect to read aspect of racism. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it it does. I mean, but I also remember too, like you know, Dave Chappelle, like he did, you know, what I'm saying like a um, yeah a, a, a right. racist skit, you know, what I'm saying with with Clayton <laughs> oh, Bigsby. Sorry. That's you know funny. what I'm saying? That's I mean, really so funny. I mean, yeah. I mean, we have we have that going on, and then you know, we also have characters like um, Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks, you know, what right? Saying? Who is a who is a black man, but, but he thinks he's, he's also racist yeah. against you know the other black people <laughs> he I is think funny I, 
I think in both of those stereotypes, in both of those characters, it brings out one one of the hard truths and facts that we want to ignore is that black people we we probably got a lot more racism that that we are putting out than is actually being received to us. You know, what I'm saying just beginning because just how you say it, you know, because we had a little issue in the past, whatever it is. So now all of a sudden, our perception towards you know white people, white cops, white teachers, everything. You know, get out of my face, white lady. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like like we're so we're so race conscious. You know, what I'm saying that you know we have this preconceived stigma and higher stress level about you know other people true i think it's i think it's very difficult because the oppress the oppression the level of oppression that has um just kind of been on african-american people in the history of this country yeah uh it makes it really it it's a tough thing because some people will argue that we can't really be racist because we are the ones with the history of oppression um I don't know. I I believe in the golden rule: treat people the way you want to be treated. Oh, definitely, I agree. Um, and I believe that a slur is a slur is a slur. I agree. Um, and in no in no form, shape, form, or fashion is a slur okay. Um, I think you have to be careful about just being offensive to people. The Bible says that love is kind. Yes, it is. Um, and that's First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse four says, "Love suffers long and is kind." A lot of times we forget that kind part, um, and so I don't know. No, I mean it's I mean it's funny that, that that you bring it up because I also think about like old Jerry Springer episodes where you know you have the you know the uh, the KKK people that would be on there you know what I'm saying oh yeah professing Jesus and the one that was like on his deathbed <laughs> still going hard like, right you still like you still going hard like wait you missed this whole passage you know what I'm saying of of of, of scripture you know what i'm saying i mean but now also too i'm thinking about just jesus and the samaritan woman you know what i'm saying and yeah like, hey wait no check 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 that race relation how did that work out it you know what i'm saying it wasn't a racial fight there at all you know what i'm saying so um you know i just thank god for for the examples that are recorded in the bible because people we do not have to um to be like that you know what i'm saying I, I hate to sound you know all cliches but you know the change really does start with you yeah. it does i mean i don't think we can ignore that that we have been right you now right but at the same time too in this because generation. i think a lot of people want to say that racism is dead like yes we have a black right. president but i it's have not. never i think i feel like having a black president who is his, let me just say he's just, just as much white as he is okay black. thank you he's That's white and black he's mixed um, but I, I feel like this has brought out so much like, racism. <laughs> like, did you see the, did you see the pictures of, uh, Michelle and him from that newspaper that they put monkeys that they made I did the see oh, that, I, I did see that. that, but I, I gotta say something in their defense because they did that to George Bush over and over again when he was in office. The same thing. I'm not saying, hold on, wait a minute, we wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not saying it's not <laughs> offensive. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I don't know that we can necessarily say it's because they were black is it insensitive See, yes mm-hmm. it's very insensitive because you know we have a history of being associated with no, monkeys know. and things like that but it was done the same paper did it to george bush it's tasteless. That is true. let's say that, 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 that it's that tasteless and it's not i don't feel like it was well thought out but like with siding with Mick, like I feel like a lot of times we do try to change the standard because as soon as somebody something's done to a white person and the same thing is done to a black person, it's like a way bigger deal because it's done to a black person and oh our history and it's like okay we understand like your history. I'm trying to act like I'm not black, but like <laughs> I understand my history and I understand like what. But half the people that be talking like that ain't went through nothing. 
Like people in my, I mean, I, I can't say they ain't went through nothing. I, I I can't say that. But what was gone through then compared to what's gone through That's, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say. I mean, I, I, we definitely still got racism. Right, like, definitely. I'm not know, saying it's gone. It's definitely Recently, gone. I experienced, it's just more, you know, there's overt racism and covert uh-huh. racism. I was about to say that. And it's more covert now. Yeah. You know, recently, I was in a situation where um, I had a heated discussion um, with someone and I was, it went back to this person saying that I had intentionally intimidated them. And it was like, why? Because I'm big and black. Like, right. Because other than that, we were both intense. We exactly. were both having an intense conversation. But if an African-American woman, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and you will see this more when you get out, you know yeah. what I mean, when you get into the workforce. As an African-American woman, you have to be so careful around your white counterparts. Because, because if you, yeah, if you're just being assertive, if you're being aggressive, you're being competitive, you're angry black woman. And I think black men have that happening, too, and you find yourself constantly having to explain yourself like i'm not mad I'm right not, i'm it, just saying right and it goes back to the you know even like that like the, the the labeling of richard sherman you know what i'm saying yeah you know, definitely yeah. richard yeah. sherman he's a harvard i mean so not harvard but 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 a stanford graduate you know what i'm saying i mean graduated top his class in high school with a 4.2.5 you know what i'm saying gpa you yeah. know what I'm saying? never had never had been arrested or anything else like that but you know what I'm saying? because because he's taught because he's aggressive you know what i'm saying uh, and on the football field where he's employed to do yeah all of a sudden he's a thug and I, I feel like that word thug has become the new N-word. It is yep, the new. It has. Uh, calling somebody a thug is a new way to call him an N-word yeah, without, you know, without having to deal with the repercussions yeah. of it. Right. Like, he's just um, the thug. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. But to bring something up, even about that, I was just having this conversation with a friend about um, kids in schools. Yes. And being unsatisfied with um the school system that her kids will have to go to, but she's not necessarily thrilled about the other, her and her husband are not necessarily thrilled about the other options either. And so we got to talking about um, the problems that occur when you put a black child in a largely white school. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Things happen. And sometimes, you know, discipline is not always handed out evenly because, and this is especially true for boys. If a boy, a white boy lashes out has a reaction acts out and a black boy does the same thing that black boy is oftentimes seen as menacing um as intimidating yeah. whereas a lot of time i'm not gonna say always but a lot of times the white boy or the white child gets a little more leeway like yep. oh johnny's just you know he's yeah. he's acting out but if the black boy do does it he's a young thug he's yeah. you know no, I, I i saw that firsthand because um and when i went to high school i had transitioned um to a boarding school but in my transition period i went to a place called Derry, um pennsylvania um and it's very secluded but it's right on the outside of uh, pittsburgh and yeah i was one of only six black people mm-hmm. in that entire school you know what i'm saying and so then like you know i really didn't say too much at at first but then you know i saw a situation that happened and then you know what i'm saying i spoke up and it was like hey 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 get him calm down, calm down. Yeah, right. i'm just like no all i did was help move this girl's tray because she was getting picked on i didn't do anything i moved quick to help the tray why y'all yeah. coming at me put your little pencils down it's all right <laughs> <laughs> put your pencils <laughs> down somewhere little flashlights off of me so i mean you know i'm saying i mean that perception is there and there's there's another um story that's out too um it's uh it, it has on vanity fair uh, lebron james he took a picture um holding 
um, he, he was next to a, a Caucasian lady. I can't remember who it was, and, and he's yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the picture that's captured. But um, the article goes on to kind of talk about how, you know, there is a preconceived notion that all black men are just aggressive. And so then the picture I had next to him was a picture of King Kong holding, you know, um, you know, again, you know, another white, another white lady. And then they just talked about how, you know, black people are are still being perceived even in the media, you know, even in sports and entertainment, media is strong. you know, what I'm saying? and all of that, you know, that we are still being perceived as, you know, what I'm saying aggressive, combative, you know, uneducated, you know, what I'm saying just money hungry, can't balance our, you know, can't balance our, our, our budget, you know, very frugal and, and just living up and, and wasteful. And I hate that, that, you know, sometimes there are, that there are some stories of, of, of black people that fall into that, that category. And I hate that, you know what I'm saying? But there are also, you know what I'm saying? White people, Mexican people, Asian people that also miss the mark as well. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When it comes to handling, you know what I'm saying? Success, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think that we need to challenge ourselves, you know what I'm saying, as 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 as, as black people, people of color, you know what I'm saying, even white people, um, you know what I'm saying, to do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Be responsible. Take ownership for your take ownership for your actions and you know what I'm saying, um be a be a good person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Be genuine about about yours. Um, you know, and everybody ain't out to get you. You know, everybody is not out to get you. So stop walking around here with all this all this paranoia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When the racism exists, show love. Right. Turn the other cheek. A, I think it's all about a change mindset. You gotta. I think you have to be very very intentional. Yes, you about do. About trying not because I feel like regardless, everybody's gonna have a little bit of racism in it, whether it be a lot. I mean, in it in them, whether it be a lot or a little. I feel like it's always gonna be something there. But I feel like the more intentional you are, I mean, about there are prejudices. Sure. Prejudice, yeah, prejudice. Sorry, issues. prejudice. There you go. There, you go. there are difference between the words. Sometimes I mean <laughs> racism prejudice discrimination like they be all going together but there's always something there but just being intentional about you know your word choices and this and that and the other even if your thoughts may be somewhere else maybe you're like i really don't mean that but let me let me clean this up to make sure i don't offend anyone right you definitely have to be more more intentional and remember the love of god just definitely remember the god you serve you know what i mean and that he made us all you know right and that love suffers long so if you're suffering and it is kind. And it is kind, though. It <laughs> may suffer, but it's kind. So, I mean, this is, kind of a, this is kind of a touchy topic for a lot of people. So, we definitely would like to get some feedback from you guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. We can keep up. the dialogue going on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, definitely. In the meantime, we're going to get out of here. Yes, we yes. are. Where can you find the stage? Where can you find the stage? You can find the stage on SoundCloud.com slash hit dash the dash stage. You can find us on Facebook dot com slash hit the stage you can email us at hit the stage at live.com live.com you can tweet us at the stage crew tweet, 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 tweet. and we want to hear from y'all on this subject so we definitely do. hit we us can, up we can keep this dialogue on for us Amen. <laughs> all right encouragement empowerment entertainment this Mr. has been the, the stage, stage. Yeah. Uh,